Minnesota Twins, you just handed me uh, your new book, Game Used. Uh, Jim Burton, Bruton, I should say, helping out with that. Thanks for stopping by here. It's good to see you. We talked so much on the phone throughout the summer. Yeah. But, but well, the, the the book, by the way, it, what I gave you is an advanced copy. Yes. And uh, so the book itself isn't going to be released till the middle of March. So you'll be one of the first to read it. Oh, perfect. I can't wait. I, I, so middle of March, right in time about my birthday, I suppose. Huh? Their happy birthday. Oh, yeah, say, there you go. You an early birthday gift. Very good. Can, can you give us a little synopsis of what this is all about? Well, I, I've always thought that um, autobiographies are a little pompous, and so I didn't wasn't interested in doing anything like that. So I prefer to think of it as a twins history book. Sure. Going back to my days growing up just south of here in Dumont. And uh, uh, so a Twins history book seen through my eyes first as a fan and then a broadcaster. And, you know, 60th year of Twins baseball coming up. So it just seemed like a good time to do something like that. What's it like for you? I mean, to think that you've had all these experiences and to think that you've been a little bit a part of that, too. And I know Jack's going to have – I mean – just just talk a little bit about that, what that's like to think that you've been a part of so many of these events that have taken place. Yeah. I'm sure some games, regular season games, postseason, you just think about all these amazing things that you've seen. My, my overwhelming thought is how lucky I've been to be able to do something I enjoy doing where I enjoy doing it for the team I grew up following. I mean, Derek, you look at the broad picture here. There are roughly 30 people in the world who get a chance to do what I get a chance to do. So, you know, I'm lucky just based on that. And then to be able to do it for the team I followed as a kid, uh, it really is remarkable. There isn't any chance of it ever getting stale or old for me. I love doing what I do. I love where I'm doing it. And uh, it's it's. I've been extraordinarily blessed. And through good seasons and bad seasons, it really doesn't matter. I get to this time of the year and I'm ready to go. How humbling is it when you talk to people like on the Twins Winter Caravan to talk about what a part of your lives they are? Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I, that is ama- amazing, isn't it? And I don't take that lightly because I, I know, having grown up south of here and in Dumont, even back in the 60s, how important the, the franchise was to people to, to watch back then just 50 games on television. But of course, now just you know, every game literally is on television on one outlet or another. So I, I really, uh, it, it warms my heart to know that or to hear that from people because that's the way it was for me. I, in the book, I talk about the first game I ever saw at Met Stadium and how I was split in my focus because there on the field I saw Harmon Killebrew and Tony Oliva and Bob Allison, but I spent almost as much time looking up in the press box to see Halsey Hall, Herb Carneal, and Ray Scott because those were my conduits to this team. Oh, it's funny you say that. One of my first years, as you know, covering the Twins on spring training was 2002, and I stumbled in the radio booth because I knew John Gordon pretty well, and Herb is sitting there, so I sat down and talked to them. I sat and watched a ball game with Herb Carneal. <laughs> I mean, it still gives me goosebumps thinking about that yeah. now because I didn't have cable TV until I was uh, in ninth grade. Right. So he was my he was my voice of the Twins. I didn't really know what the players looked yeah. like, to be honest with you. And, and, and I got a chance, of course, to work next to Herb for a lot of years, but I never got the chance to be on the air yeah. with him. I worked with John on radio, but I never got a chance to work with Herb, and I would have loved that. I would have loved to have met Halsey Hall, but I never got a chance to do that. So uh, nevertheless, I, I just I know how blessed I am 
am, how fortunate I've been in my career. I mean, think of it. This is going to be my 37th year. That's a lot of years of going into Twins games for free. Well, you know? I'm, I'm, I'm going to be 47, so you, I was 10 when you started. I don't know if that ages you at all, but how excited is this year for you? I mean, the, the acquisition of Josh Donaldson, and you know, I think a lot of people are kind of concerned about the pitching, but uh, boy, as far as the Bomba squad, they're as Bomba as ever, aren't they? Yeah, the, the maybe the last thing they needed was what they ended up getting, which is Josh Donaldson on the offensive side, but I, I want Twins fans to be aware of the fact that this guy's also a really good defensive third baseman, and if there was an Achilles heel to the Twins team last year, it might have been the infield defense. Well, it's going to be better with Josh Donaldson at third, and Miguel Sano eventually will figure out first base, and, and this is going to be a much better infield defense than we've seen, I think, in the last couple of years, and we already know how good the uh, outfielders are defensively. Uh, you and I talked quite a bit in the Twins wrap last summer about uh, the frustration of Michael Pineda. I know you were, you know, they do have him back, and not until the mid-May or whatever, but, I mean, it's another arm along with Odorizzi and, and, and Barrios. That's going to be kind of a, you know, a, not a bad one-two-three punch. I know a lot of fans want him more, but... Well, I mean, you think back now to the season last year, they won 101 ball games, and the starting rotation was a big reason why. Now, it wasn't the rotation they had hoped to have in September or carrying forward into October because Pineda was suspended, Gibson and Perez stopped throwing strikes, and it wasn't very good at the end. But for most of the season last year, the starting pitching was a strength of this team. Now, you brought back the top three guys, uh, Oda Rizzi, Barrios, and Pineda when the suspension runs out, and then you've got guys that, you know, are to me remindful of where the Keplers and Rosarios and guys like that were a couple of years ago. Pitchers yeah. who are very, very highly thought of, and hopefully we'll be able to step up and, and anchor some of those starting uh, spots here in 2020. Yeah, I mean, Dobnik, he showed a little bit. I mean, he was put in a tough situation in October, and I like Smeltzer a lot too. So it's not to say that along with Homer Bailey, some of the guys they picked up, they can't do it. So. Well, and there are a lot of candidates. And I think we've, you know, concluded every year very shortly into the season. You just can't have enough pitching because there are going to be all sorts of injuries, other reasons why somebody who you know you're counting on hasn't been able to perform. And and so I think they're pretty deep. It's just a question of which five guys are going to be anchoring that those spots in the rotation for most of the year. Pitchers and catchers, February 12th, I do believe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Get, it's, it's going to be here before you know it, really. Yep, and that's one of the reasons, by the way, that the caravan itself has been condensed because the season is starting earlier, spring training is starting earlier, and here we are, you know, pitchers and catchers reporting in, in what, three and a half, four weeks or whatever, and so uh, yeah, it's right around the corner and as rotten as the weather has been lately, uh, I think we're all ready for it, aren't we? Are you going to do some radio games? I heard you last year doing some radio games. Uh, in spring training, I'm yeah, going to do some. I mean, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm going to do great. a couple down there. I enjoy it. It's, you know, Again, I'm old enough to remember when if you wanted to follow a baseball team, you had to do it on the radio because there were only 50 games on television. So I'll enjoy it, and and, uh, it'll just be nice to get down to Fort Myers. Always a pleasure. We're trying to get the ink dry to have you again on the Twins draft here coming up for the summer. (laughs) I enjoyed it so much. I really appreciate your time with that. And, again, the uh, book is Game Use coming out in uh, mid-March. We'll get you the details. I'll give you a book review coming up, and i got to find a Sharpie so you can sign it, too. So We'll be glad to do that. Hey, it's great to see you. All right, Derek. You bet. Dick Kramer again with us. Again, a great friend to Couch Potato Radio here on the Mighty 790 KFGO.